So today I want to talk about giving abundantly because there's giving and then there's giving above and beyond. And I think that's what we as Christians should be doing in all matters of everything, giving to the church, giving to one another, giving to God. We need to be giving all we have abundantly. And I'm kind of specifically talking about finances in this episode today because of some things that I'm going to get to later. But it's about everything. And if you want my full opinion on where I stand on tithing slash giving, I have a whole episode about that. And uh, I'll just leave that to you to go listen to on your own if you haven't yet. Because it's not what I really want to get into. But I just want to ask, are we giving enough? And if we are giving enough, can we give too much? And since it's still near enough to the start of the year, I know we're two months in. But it's still pretty much the beginning of the year as far as I'm concerned. Because we're that close to the end of the year, I still want to. I want to encourage you to start giving if you haven't given. Make make this the year where you start giving financially to your church, giving your time to the church. And if you already do give financially or give your time, I want to encourage you to give more. I mean, obviously, don't overwork yourself and don't overgive to where you you know lose your house or anything crazy like that. But if you're giving, I want to encourage you to just, if you can, give a little more. Give a little more financially. Give a little more of your time and effort and your heart to your church and to the people around you. And because the Lord can use, you know, very little or a lot, like whether you are giving, you know, the bare minimum of what you can give, or you're giving so much so to where you're giving more to God than you're giving to yourself. The the Lord's going to use either one of those amounts equally as well. But if we're being honest, the more we give, the more we can help because Giving shows where our hearts lie, and if we truly yearn to see God's kingdom flourish, we're going to be, it's going to be evident in how we give. If we're giving all of our time to the church, people are going to see you and say, man, he's, he or she is always at church, always helping out with these things, always looking to help kids, to help the elderly, help the poor, whatever. They see that. The world can even point at you and say, hey, this person's heart is in line with God. And if we're our hearts in line with God, we're going to give more financially because, you know, the Old Testament command to tithe is there. But then the New Testament command is Jesus basically saying go above and beyond, give everything, you know. So I think that our hearts will be expressive in how we give. And if you're not to the point to where you want to give crazy amounts, you know, just start to give something because your heart, God will use your heart and he will use what he's given you because everything we have finances and time is all just given to us from God and he will use that. So if you've got a heart for the Lord, start giving. If you haven't been giving and if you are giving, give more and more because the Lord will bless whatever you give to help other people and to help most importantly, his kingdom. But I came across this passage in Exodus as I was doing my, you know, yearly read through that I'm doing. And it really just stuck to me about, you know, how great God's people can be and how uh, there's examples of you know, God's people hearing the call to give and giving abundantly. And we see that in Exodus 36, verses 3 through 7. And it reads, And they received from Moses all the contribution that the people of Israel had brought for doing the work on the sanctuary. They still kept bringing him freewill offerings every morning, so that all the craftsmen who were doing every sort of task on the sanctuary came, each from the task that he was doing, and said to Moses, The people bring much more than enough for doing the work that the Lord has commanded us to do. 
So Moses gave command, and word was proclaimed throughout the camp. Let no man or woman do anything more for the contribution for the sanctuary. So the people were restrained from bringing, for the material they had was sufficient to do all the work and more. And I just, when I read that the other day, I was just taken aback at how beautiful that was. That, you know, not only were God's children, the Israelites, you know, giving as commanded, but they were giving so much that Moses had to call these people off. The workers said, hey, this is more than we need. And even once they told the workers to stop bringing it, they it still says they had enough and more. So there was so much brought that there was just an abundance. The, the Israelites gave abundantly out of, one, the command that, you know, God had told Moses to give to the Israelites on how to do all this. But also just, you know, that comes from the heart. To give that much, to go above and beyond to where you're giving far more than the person asked for and needed, that that's the character of your heart. And it just shows that these people were in line with God's idea. And, you know, we see the Israelites fail so much, but here's a one time where the Israelites are just doing great things and they have their heart truly after God. And we just see them supporting the church. You know, it says a sanctuary, which is in the temple. And that's, you know, we don't have a temple and sanctuary. I mean, we have a sanctuary in most churches, but we don't have the temple anymore because we have the church. That's, you know, the Christian uh, evolution of where the temple has made its way to. And this, I just was thinking about, man, I wish all churches could be saying those words. Hey, we don't need any more. We were sufficient and we still have plenty. Because can you imagine how great not only the modern church, but the world would be if our church leaders had to come up one Sunday and say to the congregation, hey, don't give us any money this week. Don't give us any more volunteers. We're good. Like that That's something that's never been said at any church I've ever been to or anyone I've ever known anyone else to go to because the, the, the sad part is we're not giving enough. And, you know, there's a good percentage of people in the church who are giving their time, their lives, their finances as much as they can. But there's so many that are lacking. And I really want to encourage you, if you're one of those people who's lacking, I'm not meaning to call you out, but I do want to encourage you to just pray to God. Ask him what he would have you give because you may not be in a financial spot right now that is good for giving, but you can still give abundantly. If you've got time at all, even if it's 30 minutes extra a day, if you can give that 30 minutes a day or even just like one day a week, that's still 30 minutes more than what you're doing now. And in those 30 minutes, you could work, the Lord could use you to work in someone's life in a way you didn't even think was possible because there's people people who have gone to church for 60 years and still don't know Jesus. And then there's people on the streets who have only heard of Jesus five minutes ago and have a full-blown relationship with him. So God can work in any way with very little or a lot. But I want to encourage us to give a lot because the more we're doing, the more opportunity we have to spread the word, the more opportunity we have to encourage others, to disciple the others, to be discipled too, to build our own relationships with God. All these are going to flourish if we're giving more. And I mean that in time and finances because you know the fact of the matter is churches have to have money to run activities have to have money to happen you know you can't give food to the poor if you don't have the money to buy the food and give to the poor so we if we want our churches to do these things for the poor to the elderly to widows to orphans all these things there still has to be money involved i mean it'd be nice if the world was free but it's not and so God gave us that in our hearts to give to the church so that the church would have the finances it needs available to help people in times of need, to help people 
get through their day by day when, you know, disaster happens. The church can be there and financially help these people and then have people come around and pray. If the whole body of the church came and prayed, prayed abundantly, abundant prayer would just be amazing too. So we should always be doing everything in abundance. And I really want to encourage all of us to just be like the Israelites were at this time, to give so much to be told that it's too much. And I, I don't think there's anything such thing as too much realistically. I think, you know, in this scenario here, it's because there's only so much work you can do to the sanctuary. But God would have us give and give and give and give and never think, oh, well, maybe they don't need this because they've already got enough. Because that could be your mindset, too. I don't know where you're at in your walk, but your mindset could be, oh, they've got enough people for this. I don't need the help. I, I want to promise you something. They don't. No church has enough people volunteering. Um, it's a very small percentage of church bodies that actually volunteer to help with, you know, ministries and mission work and all these things. It's a very small percent. So trust me, your church needs you. It will accept you if you ask, what can I do? There will be something they can ha- put you to work in and that fits your spiritual gift that God has given you. And so I just want to encourage you. And I'm, I'm, I'm hitting this on like same point on order. I want to encourage you to give abundantly financially, to give abundantly with your time, to give abundantly with your prayer, to give abundantly with your friendship, to give abundantly with your relationship, with your testimony, give your testimony to people, tell your testimony to people abundantly, because that's the the one message we all have is our testimony. So you can give that abundantly, just give it, give everything you have abundantly, give it more, because that's what being a child of God is, is going above and beyond so that the fruit that's coming from you will be evident that you are a Christian. Because if someone sees you giving abundantly, nonstop, they're going to be like, what's up with this person? Every time I see him, you know, he's given me everything he has and so forth. Or he's always busy every time I talk to him because he's always helping out in these different things and helping these different people. People are going to notice that. The world is going to say, well, look at this person. They stick out because they're giving so much because we live in a world now, especially where it's all about what can I get? Giving is not cool. Giving is not what is uh, high praised. What's high praised is getting as much as you can. So when you're going against the grain, walking the other way, giving everything away, people are going to ask. They're going to be like, what are you doing? And that can even spark conversation. Just the fact that you're giving so much, you know, if someone that says like, say you got like a $10,000 bonus and you tell someone, oh yeah, I'm only getting like a 5,000. And they're like, well, where's the other 5,000? You say, I'm giving it away at church. They're going to be really confused, especially if they're a worldly person. I mean, a Christian, it's another fellow Christian might be confused too, but especially a worldly person is going to be like, why are you giving all this money away? You could buy such and such. You could invest in such and such or whatever. But if you're, if they see you physically giving away all this money, they're going to ask questions. And that's a perfect opportunity to share the gospel with them um, and to just explain where in your heart that's coming from. Because that, that being in your heart is... It's not from us. That's that's a God thing because, like I said, we're humans. You know, we're all about take, 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 get, get, get. So to give, that's that's showing the fruit of God being in your heart and in your life and being held above everything else. So I, I really want to encourage you to just give abundantly. Do everything in abundance because we see also Jesus talking about giving and giving abundantly. You know, there's numerous times where he talks about, you know, giving uh back to the community and giving all these things. But this one thing I wanted to point out 
especially because it kind of hits on the abundance, is in Matthew 5, verses 40 and 41. He says, And if anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. So we see that going to extra step is kind of what Jesus expects from us. It's not just a command. It's expected. And Jesus just expects us to do everything above and beyond because that's what he did. And, you know, we also see the story of the, I kind of mentioned it a little earlier, not in full, but the, the lady who gives uh, the one, the coin at the for the tithe, and it was all the money she owned at all. And Jesus says, hey, even though she only gave uh, like a penny or whatever it was and not thousands of dollars like the Pharisees did, she gave literally everything she had, and that's way better. So Jesus really, you know, highlights abundant giving to the point to where when a lady gave everything she even had, he was like, this is, this is good. Th- what she did is a great thing. And so abundant giving is just part of what's expected as followers of Christ. If someone wants your tunic, give them your cloak as well. If someone says, walk a mile, walk two miles with them. It is expected for us to do everything in abundance. Everything is about doing fully and in abundance. And we, so as Christians, we should always be the example of, in the world of not just giving, but overgiving. Because even a non-Christian will give from time to time and will overgive from time to time, just like us Christians do. But if we're truly always giving, it's going to become apparent that we are different than the world because it will be something that flows naturally from us because it's just part of what being a Christian is, is to give abundantly. And just think about all the work that could be done in this world if our churches didn't have any financial hiccups, didn't have any lack of worker hiccups. These are two hiccups that are easily avoided, especially the lack of workers. We're all called to be workers, and we should be abundantly giving our time and our efforts and our work for the church, for God, for his kingdom. And whatever finances we have, we should be giving abundantly to help ease the burden of doing these events and doing these caretaking privileges that we have as churches so really, we just, as Christians, need to be always overflowing in our giving and giving abundantly to the point to where we have someone tell us, hey, you've given enough. And until we've hit that point, just keep giving more, more, and more. Give any and everything you can to the Lord because ultimately it's all the Lord's stuff anyways. Everything you have, including your own soul, your own mind, your own self, is all God's. God gave us these things as gifts and allows us to be who we are through the gift of him creating us but we are his and that's beautiful to me it's very encouraging to me that we are gods and means that i'm in great hands (laughs) i mean that's the exciting part about being gods is you know uh being in his hands being taken care of by him and getting to have a relationship with him is just beyond words but i just want to encourage you Make this year a year of giving. 2022, let's let's up our giving. Let's encourage our fellow brothers and sisters to give more as well. And let's just see what God can do. And let's see what us giving more and using these gifts he's given us. Let's see how the world can be more pointed to him and how we can be that light on the hill through our giving, through our loving one another, and just being good Christian people that do what they're called to do.
But that's just my take on this, and I'm not a pastor.